so I wasn't expecting to see anything. I was just hoping to hear the, the great Ohio Howl. The one got kind of nervous and didn't want to keep going. I said, well, I'm going ahead. Out of the corner of my eye, I see movement. So I turn my head and I'm looking. And there it was, 15 feet away from me. This is the Cryptic Creatures Podcast. I am Brian, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Todd. What's up, buddy? Hey, Brian. I'm just, uh, you know, getting excited. Spring's around the corner. It's starting to warm up outside. Uh, yeah, no, finally. Finally took care of a little bit of outside work yesterday, you know. Got a little leaves that I didn't get in the fall. But, uh, yep. yeah, things are things are getting brighter and warmer outside. So, uh, getting excited about all that stuff and what's coming this summer and all the people we got lined up to talk to yet to do some shows obviously so i know what's new with you anything new with you over there in your world um no that's good i'm pretty boring that's not always a bad thing that that's normal is good right normal is good sometimes i guess we got a little bit of a uh, exciting episode going on tonight so uh this is a close encounter we got another in close encounter uh, yep. With our with our our guest tonight, Bill, who's coming on from Pennsylvania. Right. Yeah, I can't wait to hear this one. Yeah, uh, it's going to be a good one, I think. So, um, interested to see what he's got to say, and I think he had a couple other things going on too. So we'll check him out and see what's happening. So, are you ready to bring him yeah. on? Absolutely. Let's get him. All right, here we go. Hey, Bill. <laughs> How you doing, Bill? How are you doing, guys? Good. How good. are you? Yeah. A little tired. Been a long weekend already. Well, thanks but, for coming on and talking to us today. Uh, no yeah. problem. I'm glad to do it. Are you in Pennsylvania? Is that where you're located? Yes, I am. Um, Sharon, PA, actually. Sharon, PA? Okay. Yeah, that's right on the Ohio line. Oh, okay. You're close to Ohio. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So you've had an encounter or more in your lifetime? Um, one sighting, different encounters. Okay. Um. Why don't you uh, talk about your sighting encounter? What happened? What was going on? When when was this? And all that stuff, and fill us in. Let us know what what it well, was. Well, the sighting was last August, and um, it was a, down at Salt Fork State Park in Ohio. And I went down there. You know, it's the hot spot. I know everybody travels there, and um, so I wasn't expecting to see anything. I was just hoping to hear the the great Ohio howl, and. <laughs> And we're walking down the Buckeye Trail because I was there at the Sosby uh, camp out, Southern Ohio Bigfoot Investigators. Okay. Camp out at the group camp area. And the Buckeye Trail goes through there. So me and two others was walking down the trail. And the one got kind of nervous and didn't want to keep going. And so I said, well, I'm going ahead and because we're going in about 90 paces, stop, look around, listen. And we did that about three times before she got nervous. Said, oh, I don't want to go any farther. I'm nervous. All right, well, I'll go ahead, and uh, if I spot anything, I'll let you guys know. Uh, so I did about another 90 paces, and I knelt down, and I started looking around down the trail. And out of the corner of my eye, I see movement. So I turn my head, and I'm looking, and there it was, 15 feet away from me. 
the movement I saw was its big, big hand going down, leaning forward because he's knelt down and he was leaning in to get a better look at me. <laughs> it scared me. <laughs> I'm, I'm not gonna lie. It really scared me that close. And I've been wanting to see one. I always believed, but the first one being that close, I never expected that. I about filled my pants. <laughs> I don't get scared of nothing, but that thing scared me. What time of day was it when you saw this thing, Bill? It was about 8 30, 9 o'clock at night in August. So, you know, it's still, still pretty light. light out. Yeah, yeah, still pretty light. Yeah. Um, but then it, what got me the most was, you know, I was excited about seeing it, but I was scared. And mm-hmm. that's the first time in my life, and I, I'm 63 years old now, and that's the only time in my life I ever got scared. I got sh- shocked on things, but never scared. And I still got a problem with that part of it. Do I want to see them again? Yes, but not that close. <laughs> yeah, 15 I, feet is pretty pretty close. Yeah, 15 feet is real close. You know? And I... Still had a lot of hard time dealing with it and trying to figure things out. But I talked to Larry Bastion. I don't know if you guys know him or not. He's an artist, Bigfoot drawer. Um, he's out of Indiana, PA. Or Indiana, the state of Indiana, not Indiana, PA. I got property down there. Um, but uh, And he drew it, as I described it, the face in that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that helped me a lot. You know, but now with the sighting of it, that that just created so many more questions for me. Let's back up a minute, Bill. You were you were at a campground, you said, hanging yes, out sir. with people, and you guys were deliberately going out trying to find some noise or actually find find these creatures, so to speak, or at least get a get a Ohio how you said right. Is that what right. You, you got more than you bargained for, apparently. Yeah, I got my money's worth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would say so. So, so yeah. describe to us, uh, you know, how you guys were walking down the trail, and your friend said, "Hey, I'm not going any further. I'm getting creeped out." What was it that was creeping her out? Just a feeling? Were you getting that feeling too, or? I had a little bit of a feeling to it, um, but yeah, she was getting real nervous. She's getting a bad feeling. She didn't even see it. That's the thing. And as I was coming back up to where they were at. I was backpedaling, you know, being that close. I, I knew I'd better back up. And, but it turned and took off itself as I was backing up. And Mike Bennett is his name. He uh, he made a joke. So I saw Bigfoot's butt <laughs> as he was running. He said, I, that's all I got to see. <laughs> I started laughing at that because that, that kind of broke the tension for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I... Yeah, we were actually going down to see what we can find, and uh, it was real quiet. You said he saw it too? Your friend saw he it too? Saw, he saw it as it ran away. He said he just got to see the butt. I said, did you see anything else? He says, no, I just saw the butt. <laughs> can you describe the creature, what you saw to us? Tell us what it looked like. Oh, we got a picture. Okay. That's wrong, Larry did. Well, for the audience who's going to be listening, they won't be able to see that picture. Why don't you describe yeah. us what... Describe to us what you did see and describe that picture a little bit. When he stood up, the next day we went down, he was about seven foot tall, about four foot wide. There was no neck. It was all transpecies. 
he had like a, I call it a boxer's nose because it was big and flat. He had big eyes, but I didn't see the color of the eyes because I'm an old time hunter. You don't stare a predator in the eyes. And to me, that was a predator because he was a lot bigger than me. And uh, so I didn't get to see the color of the eyes. His, um, His hair was about six inches long all over. He didn't smell. I didn't have no smell. And I got big hands. His hands are so big, make mine look like little guys, little kids' hands. I was just in the muscle tone on him all over was just tremendous. And if it really wanted to do damage to me, it could have snagged me up quick. It didn't, thank God. You know, so I can be here talking about it. But the hair was dark. Uh, I want to say almost black. His head, real dark, dark brown colored skin covering his face and and that. Um, big eyes, but I didn't see the color of it because as soon as I saw the face, I started looking down. And, and away from that face, the muscle tones on him was tremendous. I just I couldn't believe uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger would have been impressed. What, how long did this last? I'm guessing like what three five seconds, pretty quick. I say five to ten because mm-hmm. at first I was kind of shocked. You know, I, I, I froze real quick, and then it the fear hit me. You say he was about 15 feet away from you off the trail. Is that what he was doing? Yes. Yes. You think he was just hanging out, watching for you guys to come walking by? Or what do you think he was up to? In that area. Now, I've been back to Saltport. Actually, we're going back there next month again. But um, in that area is a very hot spot. And they say they see signs of them and different things going on right around that group camp area. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think they come there and watch the people mm-hmm. and see what they're doing. And I think they try I, I believe he was a juvenile because he was trying to get in as close as he can without us spotting him. Well, mm-hmm. he screwed up. I saw him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cause I heard stories. That's what they do. So I, I'm, I'm just guessing that's it. You know, I can't say for sure. Right. But I know he's checking me out. Because the way he was staring me at me, right. mm-hmm. he's probably trying to figure out what I was doing. It sounds like he was just trying to see if you'd walk by without noticing him, because they knew right. he, he had to know when you guys were coming. He had to have heard you. Oh yeah, yeah. There's not a doubt in my mind. But the last time I was there at Saltport, the camp area was closed up. It was near hunting season. We were there at night, and I noticed. When we were camping there, there's like an animal trail going around the upper edge of the camp. Well, it circles that whole campground area. It's not a big group camp area. I know that trail circles the whole thing. So I believe they're in there watching at all times, you know, and seeing what they could see, what people are doing, the whole nine yards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that I think yeah. people interest them, and whenever they get a chance to spy and watch people, I guarantee you they do it as much as possible. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yes, I, I agree. You know, um, what this one did, it really got me wanting to find out more about them and their their habits, the mm-hmm. 
not so much their DNA, but get some DNA, you get, you know, from different ones and compare to the, this one's compared to that one, not compared to humans, to them. I'm tired of that crap. Yeah. You know, uh, I want to know, you know, what they are doing, how they're doing it, mm-hmm. and why they're doing it. Why are they avoiding us? Well, some of the reasons I know why, because I try to avoid humans too. Right, yeah. yeah, I can understand that. But, you know, and how they're living like they're living. And I don't believe that they're they're all the same. I believe there's different different species, like the humans. I want to, I'm delving more and more into that because of this. You know, and it's like, Okay, he was checking me out. Now I want to really check him out. You know, not just to see him, but I want to see why and what they're doing right. and how they're doing it and the whole nine yards, like right. the structures and that. When did you become interested in Bigfoot? I've always believed in them, but the last three, four years, I really started getting into it. I started on YouTube checking it out. And that <laughs> the first one I went to, I'm like this guy saying they're near his property and coming on his property. And I kept watching it and, and different YouTube things he's doing. And I said, this dude's an idiot. <laughs> he's just doing this to get uh, things going on. I said, there've got to be other ones. And I, I found a couple other podcasts and then I got it, found groups on Facebook. And that's how I really got into it was the groups on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And, and then I start going out in the woods because I got property in Indiana County, which is about two hours from me here. It really piqued my interest when I start seeing different tree structures and stuff uh, here two hours away. And you know they're not human-made by different things of it. And it's like, okay, what what's doing this? Then I start checking into the tree structures. I see this is happening all over the country, Canada too. I'm like, hmm. Okay. Uh, we're not seeing <laughs> this stuff being done by hunters. All right. Yeah. Some of these shelters could be done by hunters. PA, you're not allowed to do that. So why are they here? Mm, gotcha. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so I really start getting in and really studying. Now, down in Indiana County, it, this is back, I want to say, 2001 or two. I was bear hunting up on top of Penview Mountain, it's called, in Indiana County. And there's an area called Bear Cave. So I went up there with a couple of my friends, and I said, I'll catch up to you guys later. I'm going down over this way. I'm headed down, which was headed back toward where I actually lived but it was several miles away. You can hear the train tracks down, the trains down below the mountain. You can hear them. And the river was down there. Next thing I know, I don't hear no trains. Uh, I'm not headed down over the mountain. I'm headed a different way. And I'm like, where am I at? Now I couldn't figure this out. And a hunter come up. Now I'm totally disoriented. I'm not very lightheaded. I'm wondering what the heck's going on. And I go, where's the cabin at at Bear Cave? He says, three quarters to a mile back that way. 
I'm thinking, man, did I get turned around? So I got out of there. It took me a little while to get back up to where I was at. And I said, I'm done. I, I'm still lightheaded. I don't feel good. I'm getting out of here. Oh. And I did see a couple of tree structures up in there, too. I didn't think nothing of it at the time. Go home and told my wife, I said, I'm not feeling good. <laughs> I came home. She said, I bet you'd be out all day or you come home with a bear. I says, no, I'm done. <laughs> and I says, I kind of got turned around. And she goes, that's unusual for you. You, you know where you're at. I says, yeah, no. So I let that go. And then we uh, turn around and we uh, end up moving back up here to Sharon. And uh, I still got my property down there so I can go down there and do whatever I want. A year and a half ago, we're doing an investigation on the farm. We found footprints there. Uh, the guy the guy that owns the farm actually saw it about 50 yards ahead of him, crossed over in front of him. And he, he drove, drove his tractor straight home, went in the house and told his wife. And she believed him because he turned pure white. <laughs> now, uh, So we're doing an investigation there. I, I had some nuts and stones thrown at me and this other lady that was with me, Debbie Preggy, we had stones and nuts thrown at us. We moved on up a little bit. Next thing I know, I got very lightheaded. I got very sick in my stomach, very weak in the knees. And I told Deb, I said, something's wrong. I just got real sick feeling. And she goes, you okay? I went, no, I got to get out of here. Something ain't right. As we're leaving, she got on the phone and she called Mary Fabian up and was telling Mary about it. And Mary says, I think Bill got hit with infrasound. And when Debbie told me that, I went, I don't know. So I went home and I studied up on infrasound even more so. And I started questioning other people about it. And I believe Indiana County, I got nailed with it. I got nailed with it here in Mercer County. Could you hear anything when, when you were feeling sick or was it, there was no noise frequency going on? Just you felt sick and. No, I had some kind of vibration hitting me. It felt like on the second one, the first one, I I don't think I had any kind of noise or vibration. I don't remember because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it, it totally blanked my mind. We're going to bring Mary on here in a couple of weeks. She's supposed to come on yeah. and talk to us. I believe she's she's kind of part of the Pennsylvania Bigfoot Project. But your story really interests me before before we continue. It kind of gives me hope because people like us who go out and squatch or look for these things, you know, I kind of always say, well, you know, these people going out looking, but they never see one, yada, yada, yada. It's always a weird incident, da, da, da. but you're going out looking and you saw one right. up close. Right. Yeah. Up too close. <laughs> you know, I don't recommend that to anybody be that close. You right. know, not that we figure out what they're up to and what they're doing, whatever be safe to be near them, you know. And I'm not into capturing one to study it. I don't believe in that crap. You know, I don't believe in hunting one to kill it, figure out what it is. I'm not into that. When people start saying that to me, I get I get a little irate. Because, you know, they're a living being. They've been around forever. They were here with the natives before we were. Just by the drawings. And one thing I like about Native Americans, they pass 
everything down to the next generation to keep it alive. Where us white men, well, oh, I don't know what happened back then. You know, uh, Bigfoot's you know, not so, real. Yeah. 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 Can we see that uh, picture again, Bill? Can we see that picture uh, again? If And if possible, um, if you could take a picture with that of your cell phone and then send it to us on Messenger, I'd love to or, post that on our, yeah, on or our email group it or page. Something. Or email it to us. I'd love to post right. that on our group page uh, for, so the audience, when they hear this episode, can go check it out. Okay. It, it appears to have good. a really wide mouth, really dark, big eyes. Your typical no. what people Well, describe. the eyes are dark because I did not look into the eyes. Okay. I'm not going to say they're actually dark or they're blue. Because I don't know. I would not stare in the eyes. Even as soon as I saw that face, I started looking down. I was not looking into the eyes. And as I'm backing up, I'm looking down the body like, holy cow. Well, that's not the word I use, but, (laughs) you know, (laughs) uh, it's just, you got, it's just weird, you know, having that sighting. You know, and different ones says they got conical heads. uh, That's where... I got to study them more and not just by pictures. I want to see and study them. It should be interesting once I'm able to, if I'm ever able to, because I'll be doing a lot of documentation. They're doing this. They're doing that. They act like this. I got all these questions in my head that I want answered. Hopefully before I die, I get some of them. Same here. Man. Going out, you're hoping to have your sighting in that. I hope everyone does. But please don't do it as close as me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think that would be up to us. <laughs> no, it ain't. <laughs> it ain't. Uh, when you had your encounter where you, you were there the whole weekend, right? You didn't. Right. Did you guys, you didn't leave after that. So did oh, you? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, that happened on a Thursday night. Okay. And I ended up leaving Saturday night after so a meeting and that because I had a family emergency. I had to get home or I would have stayed till Sunday. I would have went back out that night again. Right. We went back out Friday night, but we went to a different area. And Saturday night, we had the, the meeting and I was going to go back down in there, which we went down that night with a bunch of people. Then when I went back up. A bunch of us went down, and we found footprints way down over. It was dark then. We all had lights, and we found it in the lights. We followed where it was going in a trail that went to the left off the Buckeye Trail. Well, when we were back up there during hunting season that year, Mary Fabian and I, and that's how I figured out that trail we saw where we found the prints that comes back up to the camp area because we had some eye shines from there. And I'm like, wow, this is cool. <laughs> now I'm understanding what they're doing here. They're circling our camp, watching us. That's what they're doing there. It's a, so I know they're studying us like we want to study them and they're better at it because they know how to hide. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we're in their home, so they know where all that nooks and crannies are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for them to go, hey, let's go see a human. Let's go look for humans today, like we look for them. It's it's yeah. it's not a problem. They can probably go anywhere and see us doing right. our thing, walking around, driving, whatever. And people said, oh, they can't be in suburban areas. 
and I start laughing at them in Pittsburgh this past year, or actually, I think it was uh, in January. They there was a black bear living downtown Pittsburgh, and it's been down. The game commission figure was down there since last summer, and it was finally spotted in January. They end up catching it. All right, about black bears living in a city and no one knows it. What can be done? Right. And black bears can hide in the city. Bigfoot can oh, hide. Yeah. Absolutely. So did you ever uh did you ever get that howl? You went down there to No. 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 And I'm still upset about it. <laughs> but uh in April we're doing it. I'm putting on a camp out with Pennsylvania Bigfoot Project uh there at Salt Fork. Hopefully I'll get it this time. Bill, after you saw the Bigfoot, then what did you say he did? He just turned around and walked off? Is that what happened? I had a fast clip. Mm-hmm. I had a fast clip. He was getting away from me like I was getting away from him. Mm-hmm. Did he make any noises while, while he was taking off or scream at you guys? Or No. No. The, the prints we found down below later, I'd say about an hour later than after the sighting, they, um, they was two different sizes. The interesting thing you were talking about was how the trails that you found went around the campground in a circular kind of thing. So they're right. they're watching people over there. They're they're stalking people yes. over there. They're stalking and studying. I, I really believe that that they're studying us. And plus, they're seeing right, how many people's here, how much food's in the dumpster. <laughs> you right. know that too. Right. Uh, thing is, is though, how much food they're going to steal off the people too that least up out on their tables or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think they're smart enough to say, Hey, you know, we can get close to these people. We can check these people out. We can even let them see us from time to time, but they're smart enough to know better as a whole group that, you know, they're not going to trust humans and come out and expose themselves in a normal way and be like, you know, Hey, no. like you see a bear running around. Bears don't care if humans know they're there or not. They'll leave if they see one. They don't try to go out and, and hide from humans necessarily. They don't. They don't understand that concept. And I think with these creatures, they do understand that concept. They're smart enough yes. to understand that concept, so they try to stay. I, I agree with you, Todd. Um, because uh, back in nineteen ninety two, ninety three, I was in Kane, PA. I went up there to a buddy of mine, cabin. It was in July, and he hasn't been up there all year. He wanted to go up and get the grass cut spend the night up there and he asked if we wanted to go along me and a couple of our other friends and we all went up well we got the grass cut there and all that and we're in we got cleaned up dan went out to get some pots out of the truck so we can start cooking dinner and he yelled for us guys to come out we didn't yell come to the door he says come out but be quiet come out and so we go out there was over a 500-pound bear on the edge of the yard looking at all of us and then just turns and walks along the edge of the yard, walks up the road, and then went up a fire trail. They don't care you're there. Right. You know, and, and he don't care to study us. I know the Bigfoot's studying us just by finding that way that trail is around there and as close as that one came to me. And staring me down, see what I was doing. Do you think these things are dangerous? They can be. I believe well, I they think, can be. Yeah, I think any wild animal can be if they're threatened or. Yeah. Um, 
more curious. You will have your rogue ones. Uh, I say they're like humans. You got your good and your bad. You know, you got your good and your bad. You know, it, now, if you get too close to their young, yeah, they're going to protect their babies. Talk to people who said that. Actually, I, I was up in Clearfield County, PA. They had a sports show. It's still going on today, but I went up yesterday. And I heard different encounters. And one guy even said that his uh, brother's wife shot at a deer. Four bears came and mauled it. And this other guy says, yeah, well, my cousin shot a deer and a Bigfoot carried it off. We want to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You know, and that's what we did. And... um yeah, you get reports like that because, you know, I'm part of the Pennsylvania Bigfoot Project, but I run the Mercer slash Lawrence County chapter of it. The group got so big that start doing chapters so more people get involved together because it's kind of hard when you're spread out across this whole state because it takes six hours to go from east to west, west to east, six hours one way. So, it's easier to do do the chapters since this group grew so much. You got so many people in there that wants to study and learn, but you can't get them all together. Did you know that most vitamin D3 supplements come from sheep's wool? Ew, seriously. They squeeze the grease out of the wool and process it with chemicals, and then you eat it. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I got rid of products I didn't want anywhere near my body. I found that many multivitamins contain high amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and even lacked some of the nutrients we actually needed. So what did I do? At four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual because all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. Ritual's products are made traceable, meaning we share the science and sourcing for every single ingredient. For example, our vegan vitamin D3 comes from sustainably harvested lichen in Nottingham, England, not sheep. We trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. See for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast. And get the reports together. What I did was got my chapter going, and then in December... I had my first meeting. It was a trial and error type thing. I figured, you know, we'll do it at this one restaurant. We'll have a dinner and then we'll have the meeting. Well, that went over great because, number one, I've heard reports of uh, Bigfoot getting hit on uh, Interstate 360 down here that goes from Sharon, PA to Newcastle, PA. I had two reports on it, but it was secondhand, both of them. This lady starts, gets up and talks about her sighting. She says, yeah, I was driving on 360, headed home with my daughter, and the outside berm there, there I was Bigfoot was lying. They got hit. And you can tell it was real recent. She said, as I looked at it, I saw that clean down the meat and all that on its butt cheek where the fur was peeled back. And I'm like, I heard this story. And she goes, and the hairs was 
four to six inches long all over its body. And I went, ma'am, stop right there. Stop right there. I need to ask you something. She goes, oh, I ain't lying. I said, no, 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 no. Here's my question. Did you actually see it? She said, yes, I did. And I started smiling. I said, ma'am, I heard that story twice secondhand from both persons that told me. And I said, you're the first one I talked to that actually seen it. I says, because the state police said it was a bear that was hit. <laughs> you know, just that very first meeting fired me up about this even more. You know, there's too many of us that have seen it or have experienced something about it. Different hunters yesterday saying, well, something strange is out there. Something's going on because different things they they say. Uh, so, you know, the more I get out there and talk about it and talk to other ones, it, it just makes fires me up more to find out what's going on with them. You know, yeah, yeah so, you, you definitely have to wonder all these people, all these hunters seeing yeah. these things. Did she say that the creature was dead? When she saw it laying there or she was not sure she wanted to go back, but she was too scared. Mm-hmm. Does she know what hit it? A no. car, a semi? Uh... I'd say it had to be a semi because if a car hit a Bigfoot, it's going to be sitting there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I hit a deer with my cheap compass and did uh, $2,800 worth of damage. A, a deer. Now you hit a Bigfoot with a car. <laughs> You're told, do, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, you know, the car would be sitting there. Mm-hmm. So I gotta say, it was a semi or one of those five, ten ton dump trucks, even. No one knows for sure what hit it from the stories I got and from her, too. And the way she described it, I know she's seen it. And other people that said they had sightings. And we got, we've had sightings around Mercer County just recently again. And actually, up in an area that I've been studying, it was right near there. And then this one hunter yesterday that was clean over there lives actually over here in Ohio, 15 minutes from me. And we were talking. And I told him about an investigation I did right near his place. He said, I believe it. He says, we got enough woods there. He says, I believe it. I went, wow, okay, cool. No. Yeah, you're definitely in a great area. I was looking at where you're at on the map. Yeah, yes. Close to Ohio in that in that Salt Fork State Park. Uh Brian and I need to get out there sometime. That's not yeah, too far from us. For we're in sure. we're in northern Indiana, so we're not too far away from you. Yeah, it's not No, um I've got friends out in Indiana. They they actually come down this way. What part? Near Indianapolis. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Real good people up there. You got good people up in Indiana. We try. Thanks. We try. <laughs> Not all of us are, but we try. Oh, my cousin right. lives up in Kokomo. So, yeah, you got good okay. people. Okay. <laughs> uh, Kokomo's not far from us. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I'm planning on, uh, well, the gas prices start coming down. I'm planning on going to see my cousin either sometime this year or next year. I have to come visit you guys yeah well we'll come down and meet okay. you at the uh salt fork state park sometime mm-hmm. and we'll we'll do some squatching down there you seem to know where to go well, there's a couple of places that a couple of my friends that, that i met through bigfooting 
met some really good people out here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've taken me around Saltport. We've they, always heard that's a, a, a very popular area. We hear that more common uh, than not. That and Hawking Hills, Ohio are the two hot spots. Uh, and I haven't been to Hawking Hills yet, but uh, I definitely want to go there. Right. And well, they're having a Bigfoot thing there this year, and I might go then. But like I said, the gas prices. Oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. I, I got a lot of events coming up next month I'm going to. And it's like, oh, boy, I might have to curb a couple of them. Yeah. But, you kind of got to yeah. pick and choose these days. Yes, unfortunately. unfortunately. Yeah, I just wanted no. to say, Bill, going back to your encounter, the way you described the creature in the picture that you showed us, the drawing, I mean, it's so typical. I hear it so much. We hear it so much from people about the boxer-style nose. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, that whole, the, the way you describe the features, um, you know, you know, people aren't out there just making this stuff up, man. No. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I believed a lot of the people, some of them is like, oh, that's kind of far fetched. People think I might be far fetched saying it was 15 feet away, but you know, but it was. And to be able to see it that close is impressive. Scary, but impressive. Um, so I don't doubt these people when they say what they see. Some of it you got to take with a grain of salt, but most these people are seeing stuff, yeah. And right. that's where the internet became awesome for us. That brought a lot of people together on these sightings, and don't have to worry about being called an idiot, a, a mental disturbed, and all that. Right. Yeah. Yep. You know, it, and it's guys like you guys that help bringing this out too. Well, yeah, you know, that's why we started this. That's yeah. why we're doing what we do. You know, different ones are saying different things about them, and and it's all speculation right now. Oh yeah. But the more reports we get, more sightings we get, more of what they're doing, we can understand. Like a friend of mine who I met through Big Party. Uh, he he knows they use hand signals. And he knows it because it happened to him while he was hunting. And make a long story short, I, I buy that. I do believe they use hand oh, yeah. signals. You know, let the other ones know, hey, there's one here, or there's a human here, be careful, stop, go, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I believe that. They've spent a lot of time creating hand signals, noises, sounds. Mm-hmm to alert each other yep. for whatever reason, I'm sure. Yes, yeah. You, know, you listen to the sounds in the woods. If, you, if you're just going in the woods, every sound's different. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I spent most of my life in the woods for one reason or another. You get to know different sounds of animals, you know, the way the trees are moving, whatever. You hear how they mimic birds, even coyotes, I heard they try to mimic the howls of a coyote, uh, and then you that they call it the samurai chatter when they're trying to talk, and they probably are talking with the samurai chatter amongst each other. We don't understand it; it's a foreign language to us. Right. But yeah. knocks. There is a reason for the knocks. The different howls can be for you know, hey, I'm here. Where are you? Don't, you know, it, that's the stuff that gets me. I, I, I got to learn this. Why, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. And 
the thing is too, you know, like with that sighting of mine and the size of them, I'm saying him because then had breasts that stuck out like Patty did, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. wasn't swaying in the breeze. Um, as you say, uh, the thing is, is, you know, got to learn more what they're doing, why they're doing it. And the equipment I bought since that sighting, to, so I can learn more about them. It's kind of expensive, but it, you know what? It's yeah. my hobby. <laughs> yeah. It can you be. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, get it, some, it, uh, to get some night vision or. Yep. Night vision, uh, voice recorders. No, I didn't buy the cheap ones. I bought the good ones because uh, I don't want it screwing up on me. Right. If you're going to do it, you might as well do it right. Yeah, exactly. They say you're in for a penny, you're in for a pound. Well, I'm in for a yeah. pound. Right. I'm going to find out more. <laughs> I might not find out at all, but I'm finding out more because I want to know. Well, yeah, we hope you do. Yeah, we, yeah. we want to know too. <laughs> I'll share with you guys. Uh, Bill, before we wrap this up and get out of here, what are your thoughts on why we haven't claimed these things as a species scientifically yet? There's, it's all financial. It's all financial. Okay. Your paper industry, your, your lumber industry, uh, the government will have to designate a lot of areas as protected areas, and it's going to cost money for all these companies. You know, it's billions and billions of dollars being made, and that's no lie. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not millions, it's billions. They're starting to come out admitting about the UFOs. Everyone's seen something out there in the skies. You know, they don't have to claim protected areas for that. So, yeah, they're going to release some reports. They're not going to release it all. And they will never, in my lifetime, they will never re- release anything on Bigfoot. You don't think so? No. Because then they got to start protecting a lot of areas. Well, I think it would do a lot more than just financially screw things up. I think it would change religion, history. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yes. But the biggest thing is finance. You're going to kill big money. Mm -hmm. The way you said about history, people are covering up history right along for centuries. You know, they try to hide it. So, you know, the the history part don't really concern me. It's the finance end. You know, big money pays off big things. You know, I keep this covered up. Mm Mm-hmm. And the government will, because those people are getting paid off to keep it quiet. Yeah, I think there's a lot of uh, reasons for the government to keep Bigfoot under wraps, but I think eventually oh. they're not. They're going to have to just say, "Hey, you know, too many people are seeing these things. Too many things yeah. are happening. Somebody brought in a body. Something, something like that." They're just going to have to say, "Well, uh, Mount St. Helen below, there's eyewitnesses that they they carried bodies out, mm-hmm. and they probably were studying them to see if they were." Um, what they're doing, you know, uh, what they're made of. Can we use them as a military weapon? Who knows, right? Maybe. Who knows? Yeah, you know, it's, you know, I've heard that theory. I don't know. You know, they, yeah. they, that'd be an ultimate uh, fighting force. Yeah, for sure. I, but I believe they have gotten uh, the bodies, they have studied them, and it's all covered up. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Yeah. Well, Bill, we appreciate you coming on and talking with us today. Yeah, we do. 
thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. And um, you guys, you know, you're welcome to get a hold of me and we'll go out Bigfoot. We probably will. On this way. We probably will. You're not too far away. At least the park isn't too far away. We can meet there some someday and get out there and see if we can see what you saw. That'd be awesome. Maybe not That'd that close. That'd be great. <laughs> you right. guys have a great day. You too. Yeah, Bill, we appreciate it. You uh, have a good rest of your weekend. You too, buddy. Get some rest. Bye. See ya. Oh, I'm going to now. <laughs> Bye now. See ya. All right, Bill. When we talk to these people that have had these close encounters, I just don't know how they have gotten through life after being so close to something like that and not have a breakdown, you know? I know. Um, especially that close, 15 feet. That's... I, I, it's got to take a certain person to get through that and, and be able to come back to normal, I think. I mean, oh yeah, Bill definitely was, oh, yeah. was close. Especially if, you know, you're you're skeptical to, it, it, to begin with, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, then actually right there in your face. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he's not afraid to get back out there and, and look for him again, I don't believe, nope. from what it sounds like. So That's what it sounds like. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in Pennsylvania, Ohio uh, line there, man. Just so much activity. There is. Uh, the Salt Fork Park, you know, we got to go definitely check that out. It's not too far mm-hmm. away, like we said, so we, we need to go down there and see what's going yeah, on. Yeah, we definitely need to get down there. There's probably a lot of cave systems around that area, too, so. Oh, yeah, no doubt. But um, but yeah, Bill Bill uh, definitely had a good encounter. I'm glad we got him on the show and talked to him and got to hear what happened to him. Yeah, me too. That was a good one. Yeah. So we appreciate the listens as always, everyone. Thanks again. Uh, yep. Thank you all. Thank you. As we always say, if you've had an encounter and you want to come on and talk to us and tell your story, please get a hold of us. Email us, info at cryptidcreatures.co. What's that phone number they can call? 877-5-DOGMAN. All right. So get a hold of us that way too. And we're everywhere on social media. Yeah, we're everywhere. Facebook, so, YouTube, Twitch, Instagram. Yeah, we always say that's this. right. <laughs> that's right. Friend. We're everywhere you want to be. That's right. All right, my friend, I'll let you get out of here and go back to your normalcy and uh, do what you do. All right. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Always, always fun. Always fun. Until next time. See ya. See ya.